0: Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. This is another talk on Christian non-duality. And today I'm going to be talking about a parable found in the Gospel of John about non-dual reality. He tells us actually how to enter into this unitive awareness that here he calls life abundant or eternal life. It is the parable of the sheepfold It is undoubtedly drawn from Jesus' own experience watching shepherds in Galilee. The Gospels say that Jesus was a carpenter, but I wonder if in his growing up years he had friends or family in Nazareth who were shepherds. Perhaps the young Jesus went into the fields on occasion with them to tend the sheep. Jesus certainly seems to know a lot about shepherds and sheep, and he uses them often in his teachings, he even calls himself the Good Shepherd" in the story in Chapter Ten of the Gospel of John. Jesus gives a picture of a sheepfold that a shepherd would have used when he had to spend the night outdoors watching his sheep and It's not like the front of the the Christmas cards that we get or we send. Where has the stars shining and all the sheep scattered across the hills across on the fields. If they had done that, they would have been missing quite a few sheep in the morning, either due to predators or to wandering off during the night. Shepherds kept their sheep in a sheepfold at night. Sheepfolds were enclosures made of stone walls very much like the stone walls that we have everywhere lining the streets and lining the properties here in new hampshire including the perimeter of our own property when i first went to israel in 1983 and i saw that sheepfold for the first time i thought it looked exactly like the town pound in our little village here just down the street from our house it was built back in the 1770s to house stray animals it's not used any longer for that purpose but it is preserved for historical purposes with the sign identifying it it is just a square stone wall enclosure with a gate and that is the way the sheepfolds were in palestine in connection to this parable of the sheepfold jesus gives three of his famous I am statements, as well as a couple other famous sayings. He says, I am the gate, or some translations say, I am the door to the sheepfold. He says, I am the good shepherd. And finally, he says bluntly, I am the son of God. In the process, he gives two other famous sayings. He says, I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. And he also says, I and the Father are one. Now, what is Jesus trying to communicate with all of this? The sheepfold represents the kingdom of God, which I call unitive awareness. He's talking about how to enter into this non-dual awareness. And the only way to enter into this is through him. He says, truly, truly, I say to you, the one who does not enter by the door into the fold of the sheep but climbs in some other way, he's a thief or a robber. And then he says, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. We have to remember that Jesus is speaking here and everywhere throughout the Gospel of John as the eternal Christ, as the preexistent word, as the divine I am. He's not saying, that you have to be a Christian to enter the sheepfold. Jesus makes that clear when he says, I have other sheep that are not of this fold, I must bring them in also, and they will listen to my voice, and they will become one flock with one shepherd. He's referring here to other religions. All faiths are part of a sheepfold. But they all have to come through the I Am. That is why He has more I AM sayings in this chapter than anywhere else in the Gospel of John or in the whole Bible. To come into the Kingdom of God we come through that non-dual awareness known as I AM. That is what he means when he says I AM the Good Shepherd. The Shepherd was literally the door to the sheepfold. When the shepherd was spending the night in the field with the sheep, the shepherd would lie down in the, in the gateway, in the entranceway, to the sheepfold. He literally was the gate to the sheepfold. Nothing was getting in and out without going through him. Several times here, Jesus makes reference to his role as the shepherd. He says also, I lay down my life for the sheep. The door to unitive awareness is through, laying down one's life. That means the death of the self in order to enter into the bigger identity of I am. That's what the cross is all about as well. It is a proclamation that the way to eternal life is through the death of the personal individual self. This parable of the sheepfold has echoes of the Garden of Eden, which is pictured in Genesis as a walled garden with an entrance at the east, just like the temple. The temple was a symbolic Garden of Eden. Eden, of course, symbolizes the non-dual reality that was ours before we develop the sense of individual identity and separation from everything else very early in our psychological development. In the Garden of Eden story, Adam and Eve were cast out of the Garden after... They became self-aware. Genesis says that a cherub with a flaming sword stood guard at the entrance to the Garden of Eden to prevent anyone from entering and eating of the Tree of Life and living forever. So the cherub was the gate. To get into, into Eden you had to go through him which meant that you had to die. You had to lay down your life. Jesus is being an example to us that we are to lay down our lives just as he laid down his life if we are to enter into the sheepfold of the kingdom of God. Now when one contemplates the image of the sheepfold as a walled enclosure, it can sound a little confining, it doesn't really sound like non-dual awareness, until you hear Jesus said these words. He said, I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. We are not confined to the sheepfold. We go in and out. In other words, the gate is open. Just like the New Jerusalem in the book of Revelation, the doors always stand open. This is describing openness and spaciousness of unitive awareness. I was on a Zoom talk recently with a group that was studying one of my books, and we were talking about the sense of self and the body. And a woman said that she felt like she was in her body, and she asked me what I experienced, and I said that I experienced the body being in me. And I was being quite honest. I no longer think of myself as localized in a body. The body's here, but it's not me, and I'm not it, and I'm not going to cease to be when the body ceases to be. Jesus said, I give them eternal life, and they will never perish. This is what Jesus calls abundant life. I came that they might have life and have it abundantly. Abundant means overflowing all containers and all boundaries, my cup runneth over. There are no limits to eternal life, otherwise it wouldn't be eternal. Some people talk about God being in us. And that's true. But it's only half the truth. Jesus says here, the Father is in me and I in the Father. God is in me but I'm also in God. The boundary is porous. To get back to the sheepfold image, the gates open. We go in and out. We are not constrained by boundaries. This brings us to the last section of this chapter. After Jesus tells this parable and explains it a bit, he gets into an argument with the Pharisees, who are actually so angry that they're picking up stones to stone him for blasphemy right then and there. Because, he said, I and the Father are one. When asked by Jesus why they are stoning him, they said, We are not stoning you for a good work, but for blasphemy, because you, being a man, make yourself out to be God. And then Jesus says the most startling statement he's ever made. I explored it in another episode titled The Blasphemous Spirituality of Jesus, but I need to mention it here also because it's in this chapter. Jesus quotes from the Hebrew Bible saying, Has it not been written in your law, I said, you are gods? If he called them gods, to whom the word of God came, and scripture cannot be nullified, are you saying of him whom the Father sanctified and sent into the world, you are blaspheming, because I said, I am the Son of God? The scripture he's quoting is Psalm 82, and it actually says in Hebrew something much more controversial then you are God's. It says to humans, you are Elohim, and Elohim is the Hebrew word for God. It was saying, and Jesus was saying, the humans are one with God. Just like Jesus was claiming to be one with God. He said that everything he taught, and everything he did was, and I quote Jesus here, that you may know and understand That the Father is in me and I in the Father. Jesus is talking about identity with the divine. That is the I am awareness. Jesus tells the parable of the sheepfold to teach people about his true nature and their true nature and it was successful. They understood what Jesus was saying but they did not like it. In fact they thought it was blasphemy and wanted to get rid of him and his teaching. Things have not changed. Traditional Christianity will still call this blasphemy and want to get rid of this teaching and those who teach it. This is what I'm teaching. This is eternal life. This is life abundant and eternal. Jesus said, I came so that they would have life and have it abundantly. This life is yours. It is who you are. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com You can also find these podcasts in video format